0: i'm an asshole yeah i was and then they
1: they gripe at me when i'm an asshole that's right they
2: like it when i'm an asshole to other people just not to them
0: they love to hate
2: (laughs) this is the loading Ready Run podcast for valentine's day 2009 it's a really romantic podcast it's a really romantic podcast
1: I really hope it isn't a romantic podcast with just the two of you here. Yeah, well, you I mean, know...
0: The three of us here, you know yeah, mean?
2: Yeah. It, it, this morning, when we other got together me. for our meeting, and it was, you know, by we got together, I mean, Paul and I sat in a coffee shop for, you know, like an hour waiting around for other people to show up. It was pretty romantic. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did you hold hands? We didn't hold hands. Oh, But no. Paul's wearing a red shirt. Well, sort of orangey-red-ish. So, yeah.
0: you know. I'm know... I'm in the spirit. Yep.
2: I, I'm not I'm wearing blue no so uh yeah uh, it is the three of us today Graham has abandoned us uh, probably for Valentine's Day related reasons to go to Vancouver probably um, and uh, yeah uh, James is away for, for similar reasons for similar, similar reasons. reasons and um, uh, Bill
0: and Morgan possibly for <laughs> similar reasons we don't know
2: yeah probably with each other yeah
0: yeah we uh, because they're not here uh, to defend themselves, and so so that that's gonna be uh, we're yeah.
2: going to tell you about their sorted sorted uh, relationships, yeah. you know,
0: I will no, we're not gonna say anything about their relationship, but let's just say Morgan's arm is in a cast right now, okay? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. so take that as you will, yeah, or Morgan is in a sling so yeah. you know maybe that was from an operation, maybe that was from uh. Ex- extremely career. active lovemaking.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> You know. We're not going to say. We're not going to say. He's also on a lot of um, a lot of uh, opiates right now, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which is. Which is prob- probably actually more than the fact that his arm is in a sling accounts for his lack of presence here. Yeah. Um, which is probably, I mean, it probably would have been a pretty entertaining You don't podcast. need your
1: second arm to walk to the office no
2: but you need to have some sort of awareness of the world around you no yeah. that makes it twice as fun to get here it's like walking home drunk uh yes except for you know it's walking home drunk but your shoes are talking to you and
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you never oh oh every yeah. time you step
2: on them anyway yeah morgan and graham may have had to go to the hospital again and uh mm. yeah mm. Fun times. Mm. I don't think Graham ever actually told that story in a podcast. He did last week. No, uh, I, did thought just, the podcast? No, I thought he was going to tell it this week during the podcast. No, oh, you're right. No, he, you're told right. It, he, told, he told it at the uh, Goticon panel. At the Goticon uh, panel, but not during the podcast. So yeah, and, and the podcast still hasn't gone up. Right? Well, yeah, it has. has it? Oh, you know what? We didn't do a podcast at the Garticon panel. No, but I haven't got it from my iTunes feed, so really? we need to look into that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: Anyway, yeah, um, I guess we'll have to wait another week or possibly two until uh, Graham actually uh, is around for the podcast and is able to tell it. And we actually remember to
2: tell that story. Next week, of course, is KCON.
0: Yeah, you uh, guys. Uh, so uh, anybody who wasn't able to come out for Gatacon, uh you should instead come out for KCON.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Because it will be uh, different and bigger and better. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: know <laughs> I don't know I don't know whether it'll be bigger and better but it will be uh, it's a different crowd and it's slightly different we'll probably show different stuff
2: we, we had some projector issues at the Gatacon it. panel as well yeah so talk about different yeah, things
0: and uh we, we actually, what we did at the GotterCon panel is uh, we actually ended up basically just doing a podcast. Yeah, live. Inc- including what we're playing now and stuff. And I think that worked actually pretty well, so yeah. maybe we'll do that again at KCON.
2: It's, it's a good format. So come with your askular. Frankly, I mean, like when we went to panels at PAX and whatnot, our panels, quote unquote, you know, like the, we went to the one-up, I went to the one-up-yours one, and then yeah, you yeah. and I went to the giant bomb one, and it, pretty much what they did is just do a, a live podcast, and it worked out very well. Yeah. So. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And what else was I gonna say? Yeah, the con panel. Um, I went to another panel the next next day, um, where the guy had some slides, and of course he's trying to. He's got a Mac and he's trying to hook it up to their projector, which was of course hooked up to an Xbox. Right. Like that was that was how they were showing video. So that was a little bit unfortunate. Um, so he wasn't
0: able to show us that. He, he
2: actually just put his his MacBook Pro on the table at the front <laughs> and was like, "Okay, there's only like a dozen of you here, so just gather around the the MacBook and uh, we can all look at the slides together."
0: And they always they always say. I remember when I was when I was in university, they, they, they there's a thing for presentations. Uh, yeah. It's in that your presentation has to work without the slides just as well as it works with the slides because there's always a chance. There's always a chance. In fact, my teacher did a thing where uh, during the presentations, like two random people were just not able to use the projector. Well, (laughs) I said the projector is broken for (laughs) you.
2: So I I have learned my lesson. So now every time we go to a convention, I will have a my mini DVI to DVI dongle Mm. handy because if if we had had that, it would have been fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with us, though, of course, is we don't really have, like, we don't use slides in our presentation, necessarily, but yeah. like, we do videos, so, yeah, so I mean, we can act them out we can act them for you, but yeah. it's not really the same. But we won't have the script there, so we'll probably screw yeah. it up a whole bunch. We'll just, we can just talk more, which yes. is fine. Speaking of talking more and, yeah. uh, about the podcast, we should
2: actually talk about the video. Yes. Uh, so, the uh, the video this week was Armegadon, which I was in! Yes. Armegadon. Armegadon. Um, so, the idea for this video was kind of funny. Um,
0: this is but, unusual for our videos.
2: Yeah, we normally, dead <laughs> Normally, dead normally dead we're very, very serious. We have a panel discussion yes. where we sit around in a boardroom <laughs> yes. and we, we sort of go, what would be humorous?
0: Mm. Yes, yes. Well, well the, uh, be... the market
2: research
1: says that people yes. find kicks to, peop- to other men's junk. To be quite amusing, you know. Perhaps we should pursue a ball kick. Focus
2: groups have been showing trends in the left-sided ball kick, as opposed to the right. As opposed to the right-sided ball, the
1: right-sided yes. ball yes. kick, and uh, our R and D department shows that a sixteen-ton anvil is.
2: Exactly 10% funnier than a 15-ton anvil. Okay, player. so we're going to put a, uh, a team together. Matt, I want you to head up a committee Okay. Uh, to do extra research into left, left-sided left 16-pound anvil ball kicks. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you can make a joke out of that, then uh, next video. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll uh, report back to you in five days. That's
0: pretty much already a joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> left-sided 16-pound ball
2: kick. So, anyway... <laughs> I'm laughing. Um, so for this one, it was we were talking about it on uh a place where we talk about things that doesn't exist. Hmm. And uh Graham was like, Yeah, it would really be nice to have something to shoot this week. What can we shoot? And I said, Let's do a writing exercise. Uh here's a here's some here's a word and make a video around this word. And the word that I chose was when I was in high school, I uh I had the magic card Armageddon. But I think, I don't even think it was high school. I think it was like grade six or seven. And none of us knew how to read, apparently. So <laughs> we all call, called it Armegadon. I mean, mega seemed to an appropriate thing to have in there because Armageddon yeah, yeah. pretty much destroyed all land and play. And that was pretty mega, right? So anyway. Seems reasonable to me. Yeah, so I posted Armegadon and said everyone come up with video ideas or scripts or whatever. And I had some ideas, but Graham, Graham just you know, bashed out a full script.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> which... he, he pretty much yeah just wrote. Now we didn't actually end up, that was actually like a couple weeks ago though. We didn't actually end up, we shot something else that week.
2: We, we did didn't... shoot something else that week. Um, I, forget I, what we did, but, or maybe we just moved stuff around and shot hustle at a different time than we were going to shoot hustle or something like that. Yeah. Cause I, I remember
0: we did that and we we're like, Hey, that's cool. And then we didn't actually end up shooting it that No, week, we
2: didn't, but... uh, we but did something, completely which is different. fine. But yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, anyway, it was there. And, uh, when we went and we're like, Hey, what can we, what can we shoot this week? You know, last week when we were actually shooting that, um, Graham was like, Hey, yeah, we, we should totally use this script. So we did. And that's what we did.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I, I really like this. I mean, there's a certain sort of simplicity about this script that I quite like. It's just, you know, the two guys sort of talking and Jared making funny noises because he's in pain, which is always amusing. (laughs) Um, it was, for some reason, it was really, really cold that day. Too. It really was.
1: Yeah. I was. Like, yeah, it was. What,
0: what the hell? One, this is, you know, Vancouver Island's supposed to be, like, the super, super temperate place. And two, we're, like, not winter anymore. We shouldn't be winter anymore. We should be getting out of winter now. Yeah. But no. Oh, it was so cold.
2: So, yeah. I, I go don't go know what ground was ground with that. I, to the point where, you know, when I took yeah, off the... Um, freaking the, the last thing we filmed was the, uh, the bit with me in the suit. Handing, handing out right, the flyers. Right. And, you know, at that point, people were, like, fighting over the big coat. Um, to <laughs> oh, yeah. We, keep warm. There should
0: be a picture somewhere of Matt uh, wearing basically every item of props that we had out.
2: Uh, <laughs> every item of costume that we had out that day. In the wrong order. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and there's, a, there's a great Graham Doctor Who shot as well. Yes, which oh, I, I have yeah. on my phone. Yeah, which we should post somewhere because it, it looks fantastic. Yes, I, I should throw that up on the blog. Yeah. I just I'm just boosting our recording volume just a little bit. All the okay. fangirls will swoon. Uh the I
0: my main contribution to this video uh, aside from walking by and ignoring uh Jair, was uh I did the cover for the um the Armageddon Explodes X10, <laughs>
2: which we actually uh, have sitting on the couch next to us right now.
1: We do. yeah. Um,
0: I was uh I was pretty happy with how this cover turned how this book turned out. Uh even though you don't really see it much, but I, you know, as you know, as we talked about on various other occasions, we tend to spend way too much work on this kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: And uh, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff that no one will ever see. It is just lorem ipsum on the back this time, but,
0: uh, yeah, yeah.
2: The one that, that actually springs to mind for that, that I don't think I ever talked about was like the kind flare and the, uh, the diva diva for the D and D video. Yeah. I, they... spent, I spent way too long actually writing out text for that crap. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, this, that, that turned out really well and
0: uh yeah and by the way apparently the guy's name is Neville chambers which uh, which doesn't really show up in the video but for some reason I forget. I think it's I was like I need a name for the author and James Neville said Neville chambers
2: yeah Neville Neville is from the last the last name of the guy in um, I am legend it's, right it's right. something Neville um, and I forget where chambers came from it was probably just a random last name <laughs> yeah. so there we go or maybe I was thinking of D and so The guy's name was Neville Chambers. You were just thinking of, of like chambers. Chambers, rooms? like rooms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Arm Armageddon, the apocalypse explodes. X ten. maybe if we're if we're pushing putting up um, a uh, a blog post with pictures, I can probably put up the uh, the covers from pictures. That that could nice. be good.
2: Um, but I mean, yeah, a fairly simple video to to shoot. The um the steaming hot tea cup is empty. The candies are actually airsoft pellets. Yeah. Um, which are
0: pro- were probably actually more dangerous than sour
2: candy it would have been. It was the, supposed it was to be guy. a sour key initially. Right. And actually where everyone's like Jair's giggling, I totally do start to smirk, which is bad, but I'm if if you look at the extended shot, I'm actually coughing. I'm not <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Um this is this is and you know, hold on a second. Someone on the forums for the Commodore Hustle video two weeks ago that I wasn't around for the podcast for. I was not fricking hiling um, in the uh, in the bit where you see us like walking towards the camera and I raise my hand up like that. Sure, you were. No, I wasn't. Yes, I was, you were, Matt. You know exactly what I was doing, <laughs> and I was not hiling. You were hiling.
0: <laughs> I think I think we don't. We can. You know, it, it it's. Makes it less special, you know, if just anybody raising their hand is immediately doing doing the Heil Hitler. Yeah. No,
2: I, and I, I accept, I think it was Emperor Gum. I, I accept that you were sort of joking about that. But yeah. um, the
0: Heil is like the straight, it's got to be the straight out.
2: Yes. You got to understand that when I, when I saw that too, I was like... Oh my goodness! Does it actually look like I'm hiling? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I was so afraid I was going to offend half of our viewing audience. This is why we're not actually a
0: real street gang. Yeah, exactly. it's like oh no, people oh, are going to be offended by what we do. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> but uh, I, I I'm sort of tempted to release that clip from Commodore Hustle so that people the, know the what I was what, I, what I was actually right doing. Anyway. Yeah, um, talk to Graham about that. Maybe yes. it'll happen. Um, it anyway. probably won't. Yeah, this the sour candies um yeah, I basically spat them out immediately and coughed a bunch, yeah. which was bad because we couldn't use them again because no one wanted to pick them up after after they'd been in my mouth. Yeah. Um you could have picked them up. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to. They don't they had dirt all over them anyway. I wouldn't want to put them back in my mouth after that. <laughs> And I mean, like, knowing what else could have been on the ground well, nearby yeah. that area. Fair enough. No, yeah, that's kind of, kind I'm of not received... saying you necessarily had to pick them up to put them back in your mouth. Again, you this was filmed up very, very, very near the office. But I think that we, we it was a really good choice of location, because that graffiti on the, on yeah, the wall yeah, behind us came out really cool. well. Sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was pretty much the video.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty simple. Um, I'm sure various people have uh, uh, read everything that was on the sign. Yeah, it was actually quite quite legible. So
1: it was it was quite a good sign. I uh, I have made the crazy sign guy from downtown a uh, part of my regular Twitter posts. I see. So I uh, I, does, make, does, I make note of what sign what his sign says on any given day. He, it, uh, he
0: switches it up pretty. He often. switches it up
1: on a near daily basis. Yeah, oh, this guy's nice. got more. This guy must have a collection of signs at home. But uh, the uh, the sign that we made strangely accurate. <laughs> it's uh not that far off base
2: nice well that's good we're uh we're 1444 into the podcast at this point um right. so uh we want to talk about what we're playing Yes,
0: yeah, i guess about talk we're about playing what now.
2: we're playing now matt what are you playing i am playing a lot of warcraft it's the love is in the
1: air world event right now because it's naturally valentine's day and uh, i'm having a lot of trouble getting the random items to uh to drop that I need to get all my achievements for my Drake, um, but none of you want to hear about this, as what, you've told me many sorry, times before.
0: So what is the love? I, I yeah, I I would like to, I is. would like to
2: I would like to hear this. Oh, okay. Do you I'll, get like what is the love for partnering with someone of the opposite sex? No, that would it's, be uh, awesome.
1: Uh, it what it is is it, It's just a little like RP world event, and uh, you can go to the you can go to the um, like innkeeper in any city and buy a bottle of cologne or a bottle of perfume, depending on your character's gender. And then you douse yourself in it, and you go around and all the, like, the NPCs will have little hearts above their heads, and you can go give them, like, a Valentine's card, and then they'll give you a gift in return, and then the gift contains various items, like Hmm. uh, friendship bracelets that you can give out to other players to mend broken hearts if they get turned down by a guard. Um, Or... Uh, these little, like, love fool things, which you can pity to get the Pity the Fool achievement. Um, and, so, uh not yeah,
0: actually anything useful. No,
1: and then there's candies that have little status effects that come with them. Um, and uh, you can get, like, a dress. You get uh, those little chalk candy hearts. <laughs> and uh, you, you have to complete a set of all eight of them to get an achievement. Um, it's basically like a little
2: Valentine's Day themed world event. It doesn't get See, you anything. It's occasionally, just fun. Occasionally, they'll do something in WoW that I'll be like, wow, that makes me want to start playing WoW. I just used like WoW four times. Yes, you did. But, um, so, occasionally they'll do things like the zombie thing. Yeah, the Halloween, zombie thing was, lo- was which, awesome. Which sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I would love to, you know, become a zombie and just mess with people. That sounds great. <laughs> um, but, uh yeah, because I, I that's not really playing
0: WoW.
1: No, it's just it's it. just, <laughs> it's just with people. Events. But but uh, they do all kinds of world events like that. Like every major holiday, yeah, they have a world event that accompanies it. So they just finished the Lunar Festival, which was the Chinese New Year hmm. holiday, and they had a, a series of similar quests for that. Yeah. Um, and then the the storyline between the Love Is in the Air is that like a uh, an undead. Uh, like, necromancer guy lost the woman he loved and, you know, is trying to bring her back. By and so he's created this Creating like as toxin. much love as he well, can. Well, no, he's created this toxin that is like, infected everybody, and so everybody is, like, a love potion, and so <laughs> everybody's falling in love it's randomly. Like, it's
2: like the Buffy episode where everyone bursts into song because the yeah, dancing demon sort of. That's kind of cute. And uh, they'll do another one
1: for, like, Easter, and they'll do
2: another one for... Uh, well,
1: they, they tend to steer clear of the... the they won't do an Easter one. They tend to steer clear of the uh, religious, the religious holidays. ones. But there will be like a summer fest and a beer fest in yeah. October and then Halloween. And they do a, a holidays one yeah. for Christmas um, with Great Father Winter.
2: Mm. <laughs> and uh, It's not you... like Secret of Mana where you got to kill a Frost, Frost Gigas who had kidnapped <laughs> Santa Claus. Nice. Jeez. But uh, yeah, if you complete
1: all the world events, like if you complete all the quests and all the world events over the course of a year... You get a special title at the end of it, and you get a special mount. Oh, that's that, cool. Uh, that is big and special. Cool. Yeah. Sweet.
0: Are you going for one of those? Uh,
1: well, if I can finish, The Love is in the Air, which it looks at this point like I may not be able to. You can only get... Well, it, that's not quite true. It, uh, it'll it be tough, because it's only a five-day long event, and it's today is the third day already. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't have a whole lot of time to play today or tomorrow, so... We'll see. Maybe. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. If I don't get the if I don't get the random item drops that I need, it won't happen. I haven't gotten a single candy bag yet to make the chalk cards, and Aww. Uh, Aww.
2: I and I need to make eight chalk cards. So, I may not. We shall see. Um, I've been playing as usual a bunch of stuff. Um, I. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: Before you, you carry
2: on. Yeah. Also,
1: I'm still playing Final Fantasy VI. Thank you, everyone who suggested using a phoenix down on the ghost train. Um, the issue, though, that once everybody started suggesting that, I had already beaten the ghost train, and two, I wasn't stuck on the boss fight with the ghost train. I was stuck trying to get to the boss fight with the ghost train. Mm. But uh, your advice was
2: re- well received, if a little late. Thank you. Though the best part of that battle is that you can use uh, you can use sabin's blitz. Which I did extensively to suplex the the train, (laughs) which is amazing. (laughs) Um, So, as usual, I've been playing a bunch of stuff. I uh, am continuing to slog through Oblivion, and like the end is in sight. The light is there. The light is there at the end of the tunnel. I'm gonna Um, wait until you get like to the final boss of Oblivion, and your Xbox 360 red rings. (laughs) Because you know what's going to happen. Paul and I were talking about this, because it's it's probably, you know, at that point, no one's ever gotten that far. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Yeah, I I was saying, it's probably, yeah, maybe you get some sort of last starfighter kind of... Yeah, Yeah, you'll get a
2: special achievement. It's
0: like, we created Oblivion to find the best people to be, I don't know, what the hell... to (laughs) the tear. Yes, so now you have to, like, go to another planet and do something for them.
2: So I'm like... You know, you get titles in the different uh, different guilds. Yeah. So I'm three titles away in the Dark Brotherhood. I'm two titles away in all the other guilds, except for the arena, which I'm done. Right. So I guess that's just the fighters and, and wizards. Um, so I've been... You know, I, I started out by just getting the Thieves Guild to where I am to this point, and I started the other ones. But the fighters and wizards guilds suck at the very beginning, yeah. so you've got to go around and get the recommendations and crap.
1: Yeah, you probably want to finish thieves or the warrior's guild before finishing the dark brotherhood really because the dark brotherhood as you progress you eliminate the ability to do, to do one of the other guilds oh really I don't remember which one
2: hmm. i should uh i should finish that that then
1: yes they always they always recommend that you do the dark Brotherhood last
2: hmm. well i uh dark brotherhood are big dick holes yes i i was kind of planning on doing the mage's guild last because the mage's guild is sort of because i'm I'm doing the archer thing and I've got I've got my ring of night eye now so I can see like 200 feet and yeah. sneak attack people like four or five times before they even notice me, which is amazing if you're fighting wizards because they have no hit points. So typically one sneak attack will take them out anyway. Mm-hmm. but undead suck. Um, especially there's one part of the mages guild where you go into like a guild hall that's been overrun by undead and you don't realize before you go into it that it's going to be overrun with undead because from the outside, it looks totally normal, (laughs) but inside it's on fire and everyone's dead (laughs) and there are undead everywhere. And, uh, and you know, like the opening room has like four or five spectry wraith things and they were just kicking my ass. Not because, you know, I suck, but because I was unprepared for the fight. And there's no room to maneuver, so like as an archer, it, that, that becomes very difficult. Yes. Um, but uh, so yeah, mage's guild I was thinking of doing last at this point, but we'll see. Um, the I picked up a PS2 last week, which I was telling you guys about at the panel. Right. And uh, I've been therefore playing a bit of Final Fantasy XII, mm-hmm. which I really like. But Final Fantasy Final Fantasy's economy really bugs me, mm. and what I mean to say by that is. You go from one like so you 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 do a bunch of stuff and you get back to the first city that you were at. And you're now back there or er, en route to the last city you were at. You can get better equipment by stopping at this village and getting this this good equipment. So I spent right. all my money on that. Get back to the first village, and there's new better equipment already from the five minutes that I've progressed from that other village. So the city, like there's they have they have restocked their equipment and everything's better. So I spent a while grinding so I can get all the good equipment. Take an airship to the next city, right? And then suddenly there's better equipment there. And I haven't even had to fight anything between these two cities. So I go into the dungeon that's connected to that place, and I get, you know, a bunch of stuff, and come back out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy all that better equipment that I couldn't get before. And they've already restocked their equipment with even better equipment. Wow. And I'm like, like, unless, how can you do that? Like, how unless you're spending, like, five hours grinding every time you go into a city to get the better equipment that's immediately obsolete how are you supposed to stay up to date it doesn't they, work they're using maybe maybe all
0: their equipment is very high tech they're using the computer model for yeah I don't know it's it's like sorry that's last month's model of the uh,
2: yeah. sword anyway that frustrates <laughs> me I think the, the... the new one's got a faster <laughs> processor in it <laughs> that that kind of frustrates me Uh, the combat is really fun yes like i really love running through dungeons and killing things but the cities themselves are very big uh bigger than i think any other final fantasy game i've ever seen um except maybe nine
1: because alexandria
2: nine was but that was it was one big city it wasn't like every city was that size that's true um and there's so much to do in I, every single city, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I, I'm but, surprised after you
0: playing all the Oblivion that you want to dive into a big another big RPG right away.
2: But it's really different in uh, Final Fantasy. I, like there's there's a different feeling between Final Fantasy Nine or sorry Final Fantasy XII, and something like Oblivion. Like Oblivion, you feel more involved directly in what's going on. I find with Final Fantasy with all these freaking fetch quests and hunts and things like that, the hunts are a lot of fun. in the mm-hmm. Game, but. Um, i don't know i find that the time that i spend slogging around the cities and especially given that like there's all sorts of load time between different areas of the cities Mm. i find that's really grating on my nerves um and yeah there's just so much ground to cover in general and i mean they, they try and they try and offset it by allowing you to moogle around the cities and things like that but it's i i don't know it it's fun and i still think it's the best final fantasy i've played in ages just on by the merits of the combat system Mm. where unfortunately you can't phoenix down ghosts to death unfortunately anymore really no i can you cure undead guys you can still cure them but i mean there was one hunt that i did that was like some specter in the sewers and i was immediately i'm like oh he's big and buff and he's a ghost phoenix down and it didn't work i'm like what (laughs) what is this no (laughs) but uh yeah so there's that and then as if i'm not playing enough rpgs um Yesterday, uh, Buddy came by work and uh, lent me Two Human, so I have been playing that, and Paul, I was talking to, to you about this extensively this morning. Yeah, yeah. I was really disappointed by the demo of Two Human, because I felt that it was really limited and boring, and uh, I don't know, I I am enjoying the actual game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that... One of the problems that I had with it is the loot drops were way too frequent in at the beginning of the game. Like, you'd go through, you fight a bunch of enemies, and you get a loot drop, and then you need to go into the menu and take, like, ten hours to change out your gear or to check and see if the new gear you got, which is not described in the drop, you know, right, right. alert, um, is better than what you had before. Um, it Like, it... It just felt like a lot of micromanaging, but as soon as you start getting the really good loot, then you realize that nothing you get anymore is going to be nearly as good, and unless it's you know more really good loot, in which case it makes a special trumpet sound to tell you that you've got a really good loot. So you can just ignore it. So you can just mostly ignore it, you know, or just you know go in when you level up or something like that and check and see if what you have is better. And you're only like two hours into the game or so. I'm like sure. yeah, two and a half hours into the game. So and you're already at the point where the general
0: loot is useless to
2: well, not useless, but you know what I mean? Like, you can tell when you've actually got something that's really worthwhile. And some right. of the other stuff might be better than what you have, but, you know, it, it, it's worth examining when you feel like going into your menu, which is typically when you level up to change your skills around or whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's actually a fair bit of fun. I'm playing a bioengineer, which is the only class that can heal. That was one of the really frustrating things for me in the demo is that you can't heal unless you get a drop that heals you which is kind of random and makes it so like you finish a combat if you like if you're finished a combat and there wasn't a drop to heal you near the end of it then you're you know at really low health and you know that the first next like the next combat you go into is going to kill you um the bioengineer just regenerates constantly and so the Mm. first thing i did is i maxed out that skill right um and that's good i i appreciate that (laughs) um fair enough i also have a skill that lets me heal my buddy in co-op Except for it's not like I'm going to find someone who's going to play Too Human with me. Um, also, you need to find somebody else who owned Too Human. Yeah, exactly. The cinemas um, as well. I was I was kind of down on in the uh, in the uh, in the demo because they, there's no context for them. It's like you're seeing this guy be really badass, and I, I mean I think I know more about Norse mythology than an average like you, you know than your average Halo player knows about Norse mythology. Um, and I couldn't get what was happening in the opening cutscene. Like, I could get that there was this big monster, and there was this cool guy who turns out to be Baldur, who, again, I have context for that name. People who haven't, who haven't is, read Norse not Is Baldur your guy? Yeah, Baldur's your guy, yeah. but he's also one of the Norse gods. Right. And he's got a whole bunch of stuff associated with him. And if you actually have read the mythology and know what's going on, you're like, oh, okay, I see where we are in the story. Oh, and I okay. see what's happening. But if you have no context for it, you don't know what's going on. He's just a bald space marine guy fighting a big mechanical monster, which we've never seen before. So, I mean, but as I say, the cutscenes get more interesting as you go on. It's obvious that they're trying to make it as cinematic as they possibly can. But um, at the same time, there's this whole, if I wasn't already kind of into this, who, who, why would I care? Right. Um, and, you know, I think that I think that it's well done. But I think that they do have this problem where they've sort of overthought it and not made it approachable enough which i think is why the game got blasted and why no one bought it or cared um fair enough but uh i mean what did it do it did like two hundred thousand, something like that it even did that much it it did a fair number but it didn't do you know triple a triple a number and i mean the the game is fun to play and what Mm. i like i do like that there's not button mashing in it like i do like that it it's relaxing. It's not like I'm, fe- it's not like Ninja Gaiden where, right. you know, I'm feeling like my hands start to get tired playing Ninja Gaiden after a while <laughs> because I have to, you know, do really complex combinations of buttons over and over and over again over a long period of time. That doesn't happen with two human, even though I'm killing, you know, more guys just because it's all based on the analog sticks. So that is right. kind of nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably finish it. Apparently it's only like 10 hours long. Okay. Um, I have continued to play Okami, and uh, I beat the second boss. That's ten hours long, too, right?
0: Yeah, so... um, So, I beat... Like, there's the whole, like, storyline, and then there's the nine-headed serpent thing yeah. that I grossed and that's where I thought the end was. And then, apparently, his soul went in, and so I, I went to another place, and I did a whole other area, which was, like, another whole game with all new characters and new storylines and stuff. And there's a... I, nine or no a seven-tailed cat or fox i'm noticing uh, a theme here who is the boss of that area and i killed him uh who again he was apparently the ultimate evil but apparently he wasn't the <laughs> ultimate ultimate evil so i'm starting to think that okami is basically Mega Man. uh except each man's level is 15 hours long <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm serious like I, I finished i finished seven tails the fox guy and I am I'm 30 hours in. I was 15 hours before, so it is almost in, almost exactly 15 hours for each section. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so he his apparently his evil essence flew off and joined up with a couple other evil essences, and they're chilling up north now. And I haven't been there yet, so I have I have no caught co- Like apparently, like it, it was it was bad because like halfway through, like you know, you would do the standard thing where like you would encounter the boss and he would sort of taunt you and then leave, right? Right. Uh, and so about like when I was maybe seventy five percent through this section and I was starting to encounter the boss, he would he was starting to like drop little hints of like, ha ha ha, my dark lord gives me the power to kill you. And I'm like, oh fuck. He's got a dark lord. That means I'm gonna have to fight
1: another <laughs> lord. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I have absolutely no confidence that this dark lord that I'm going to fight now doesn't have another Dark Lord. <laughs>
1: like the dark corporation. Yeah, yeah. Like multiple levels of management.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, apparently, like, the ultimate evil killer serpent that was destroying the land at the beating of the game uh, was just, like, some dude who wasn't even that important. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. because
1: some random wage worker.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's your... because, like, because, you know, the whole reason why I was reincarnated in the first place is because the entire area had gone into cursed land the only thing surviving was this one little tiny village that was protected by this beautiful tree that had started to wither and die tree used lots of its power to incarnate me and i go off and like start healing all the pieces of the tree yeah that whole part is basically gone now like (laughs) i don't know what the hell's going on with that tree or anything all the people back in that village you don't care yeah they're they're all done now yeah they're happy but we just keep, going. keep so, going.
1: More things to say.
0: Yep. So uh, I am continuing to play Okami, and uh, it continues to be fun, and I think, yeah, I don't know, I think I'm getting, like, I've gotten most of the way through getting all the brush techniques, so maybe, but on the other hand, apparently some of the brush techniques can be upgraded, so maybe it's just going to go back again, so anyway, Okami,
2: good value. <laughs> so for last week's Lurcast, to ask there, yeah. what, what kind of stuff were you answering? Because this is the last one that I remember was the phobias, right? And all the this phobia, kind of stuff. Yeah, we
0: did one. We did one. We didn't know if we went. We I think we didn't answer that many. Um, maybe we should just pause it for a sec. Here.
1: Okay.
2: And we're back. So our first question this week comes from, how'd that happen? Uh, here's an interesting one for you. If each one of you had to permanently remove your eyebrows and put a tattoo of something in place of them, other than a tattoo of eyebrows. What would you get?
1: (laughs) I would get a tattoo of a mustache over each eye. Ooh. That would be kind of weird looking at your face. Yeah. I'd be
0: like, what's going on?
1: It would be less weird than not having any eyebrows.
0: (laughs) I think back to that uh, uh, Homestar Runner that was throwing that email about the different stylings of hair. Yeah, yeah. The eyebrows. Yeah. I think angry eyes. I think would be kind of like lightning
2: bolts. Yeah, I, I could go for it. I think that'd be dope. Yeah. Um. Some of that made you look like a superhero villain. Mm. Like maybe snakes, a couple of snakes with their heads going towards the center.
0: Mm. Yeah, that. To- yeah, it would totally
2: make you look like a
0: not a supervillain, but like a um. You know, one of those really like a a villain in one of those like really bad generic
2: post Matrix you know, action movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I am. Uh, miscellaneously foreign guy, <laughs> and you can tell that I'm scary because I have tattoos. <laughs> the Dungeons &
2: Dragons movie where you know they made some guy scary by having him bald and blue-lipped.
0: Yeah, exactly. He
2: was really cold, which made him, <laughs> made him extra bad. Uh, along those lines as well, women get their makeup tattooed on now. What do you think the male equivalent of makeup tattooing is? Would you ever get it?
0: Do women actually do that? Like, I remember I saw, like, a thing about this, like, one woman who wants to look like Barbie, and so she's had, like, ridiculous amounts of plastic surgery so that yeah. she's crazy. But do we, like, do normal people do that? I don't know. I really know. hope not.
2: I'm not sure. sure. Um, Man, I, don't I know. mean, the the I guess the male equivalent might be getting, like, electrolysis on your face and then having a beard tattooed yeah, on. Yeah,
0: having, like, like, five o'clock shadow tattooed on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or just, like... Hair well, implant. like,
0: or, or, like, if you are the kind of guy who, who like couldn't grow a beard,
1: yeah, getting, uh, getting implanted, get, get, yeah. Get, yeah,
0: getting, getting uh, beard
2: implants, a beard implant,
0: yeah, or, or just a, a beard tattoo,
2: or like having some sort of slow release radioactive implants put into your armpits that are like deodorant. I'm just trying to think of like what males do in the morning well, instead get... of putting on makeup, but women put on deodorant too, so that doesn't really count.
0: Although slow release radioactive pellets in the armpits there's got to be other uses for those <laughs> um, yeah i mean various electrolysis things would probably be you know, yeah
2: yeah i don't know something like that oh or hey. like like hair tattooed onto your head yeah. oh
1: yeah that's true like if you're going bald on oh, your
2: bald spot yeah
1: yeah yeah combating the
0: evils
2: of
1: male pattern baldness
0: is this is problem i don't know if it would really it's probably, like, tattoo, so she, tattooed hair would just look like somebody, like, drew on your head. Unless a, it's, like, a, soap, a holographic tattoo. Yeah, you need, like, a 3D tattoo. Yeah. yeah.
2: Tattoos the technology. of the future. Yes. Technology. We need it. Um, tr- In the rapid fire videos, the bit where Paul Matter doing the political thing at Andrew Shepard headquarters, the music, where is it from? Mm. Ask Graham. Yeah, probably have to ask Graham about that. Yeah. Uh, which you thought you were doing, but uh, he fooled you. <laughs>
0: yeah, what the hell? Why did you ask that question now? Obviously, weren't Graham's not here? We said that earlier on in the podcast. Yeah, jeez. Geez. You know, you think you would have known that back on November first <laughs> November November when you asked that question? <laughs>
2: uh, and uh, have we thought of putting together a soundtrack? We've talked about this before. We've thought we've, we've talked about putting together a collection of songs, but the a lot of the music we use is just uh, chip tunes from Commodore stuff yeah whatnot. so we
0: we probably wouldn't uh put together a, a soundtrack of commodore music actually on the wiki yeah now
2: you can find there all is the yeah
0: music. Uh, I don't know if the all it's all there but there's people um fine upstanding individuals are putting a lot of effort into actually figuring out which uh which little clips we're using in each video yeah uh, and those are all freely available from uh, lots of places uh, including lemon sixty four dot com yeah and you can download and you can see
2: where we get all our music. Uh, any new shirt design ideas? Uh, well, sort of. Um, there's a runner shirt coming, obviously. Uh, but There's uh, some other
0: ideas that have been kicked around, but yes. uh, the runner shirt is definitely coming.
2: Yeah. So look Go out on. for that. Uh, what is your favorite candy?
0: <sighs> That's tough. I enjoy a lot of type candy.
2: Red I, licorice nibs. Red yeah.
0: licorice nibs are very good. <laughs> I like. Uh, I like sour... Sour cherries and fuzzy peaches and sour keys and, and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Except they're the only work if... Like, I like having, like, a few of them.
1: Yeah. But, but not, having a
0: big bag of them is so good. dangerous. Yeah. It just cuts your tit, tongue your to tongue ribbons. Your tongue all sore. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. But it's so delicious. Um,
2: yeah. I, I, I like I'm, those a lot. If I'm, Graham
0: was here, he'd say gummies.
2: Yeah, I'm a fan of gummy candies in general. But uh, sour gummy candies especially...
0: Yeah, the the young candies with the sour salts. That's that's the good shit right there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I've been hunting for DVDs and cannot find them, Captain. Um, Uh, if you want,
0: if you're talking about loading ready run DVDs, the season four DVD is available available from Pure Ownage. Yeah, Uh, from our store. Click on the store link. uh, the, The other season DVDs are not available at the moment.
2: Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're working on that. Yes. Um. And, uh, oh, somebody actually answered that question. Yeah. Uh, Some talk of Jeremy and James making a porno. Just wondering what that would be like. You
0: know, uh, you may have to narrow down. Yeah. that's a pretty it's a pretty common topic of conversation. It is. Yeah.
2: So uh, it would be about a lot of things in a lot of different contexts, yeah. and yeah. It would in many cases involve guest stars. Yes. Um, Jared would show up in a pizza
0: pizza delivery outfit, and yeah. it would basically go from there.
2: Yeah, lots of cheese. <laughs> um, if you're asked to make a game like Desert Bus for Penn and Teller's next game compilation, what would that game be like? Um, I think that game would be playing one of us playing Desert Bus.
0: Ooh, I like Ooh, that. Meta. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, that might actually be more interesting. I don't know. Well, it's like the it's like the um like, like I really can't. Like the only thing I could think of to improve Desert Bus as a boring the boringest game in history would be uh either like update the graphics you know make it like next gen graphics yeah just to just to drive the point home somehow uh and uh maybe fix the day night thing Yeah, that actually works.
2: Yeah, honestly, yeah, they just got those things hammered out. I think that would be good. Incidentally, Penn and Teller um, announced this week that they're doing a uh, a video game episode, like a video game violence episode for the next season of Bullshit, which we actually knew about um, a while ago because we're hopefully going to be in it. Well, yeah, I don't know, and they're they're they're
0: talking about they they will be talking about uh, Desert Bus, yeah, um, and about the the Desert Bus for Hope. Um, I don't think we actually personally will appear
1: in it, but, uh, there was talks about or mention of maybe a clip or something. Yeah, it's possible, but I wouldn't expect anything more than a mention.
0: Yeah. I would imagine because it's, um, you know, the show is, is, uh, is this pretty short show and so it's, it's probably a very short clip, but yeah, but that's, that's pretty neat. They actually, actually the funny thing, funniest thing about that, um, one of the things they contacted us about, they wanted us to do get some info on the charity and stuff. They also had us send them a copy of Desert Bus because they don't, mirrors. They, yeah, don't, yeah. they don't have a copy of it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which we thought was pretty funny. Yeah. They according, probably destroyed every copy that they had. Yes, according
1: to Pendulette's Twitter account, they, uh, they wrapped
2: shooting Season 7 of Bullshit today. Oh, wow. nice. Um, oh, here's a good one for you, Matt. What do you hate more, hippies, emo kids, or old people? I, see, the thing is, I don't think any of us really hate any of those things. No, I don't really hate anymore. any of those things. I mean, emo kids are annoying, but I don't hang but out they with don't, them. they so. don't bother anybody. I mean, they, they're they're introspective, Let, remember? Let's they, they not open themselves. this again, actually, now yeah. that I think about it. But, really? Did, uh, did,
1: was that a big can of worms? Matt, he I, was,
2: Matt made it a very big can of worms in the forums point. a while ago. Yeah, they did like a year ago. But I do knew
0: Old
1: people are cool Just lay open. off them. Yeah. Old um, people are old, and hippies are crazy, and emo kids
2: stick to themselves. So just let everybody be. Um, you guys are really hard to hear. Can you set the volume of the podcast higher? We're working on that. Um, I... I have been working on after recording stuff to try and enhance the sound, enhance the pixels of the podcast. So yes. hopefully this is coming through. Maybe, You've run several filters on it. Yes. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe, maybe you should be enhancing the audio as opposed to enhancing the pixels. I don't know that's if that's very really, pretty really looking helping. <laughs> yeah.
1: <We've laughs> I mean, never seen I mean, so the, so the
0: waveform, uh, you know, is really nice. the nice looking. Uh, but I don't know if that's really helping us.
2: Yeah. Uh, you don't want the volume higher, especially if Matt is there to blow the levels. Oh snap! Uh, Govo, have you ever done a film, TV show marathon? If so, what did you watch? If uh, if many, what was your favorite, and what was your least favorite? Um, I have.
1: I'd make a marathon out of every season of Twenty Four. I will watch all twenty four episodes back to back. So do Seriously? you do you not watch them yeah. like as they come out? You just, no. you wait for. I that? wait for the season. Season six is the only season that I guess I've that's watched. only
2: that's eighteen hours, yeah, hours week. a week. It's hours, about eighteen season. hours. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll watch all all twenty four episodes back to back. I did it with seasons one through five. Um, of those, my favorite were I couldn't identify a favorite. The first three seasons were awesome, in all in like in all regards, and then it just kind of got over the top. But it's still fun.
0: I uh, I think the only like. Long marathon I've done is, I mean, I, well, like it did, you know, Lord of the Rings, but that's all barely considered a marathon. Really, yeah. all all three Lord of the Rings yeah. movies. Well, if you watch the, the special edition, if you do
1: the extended edition, yeah, that's
0: what the extended edition.
1: You know, fourteen hours long.
0: Yeah, and I I did that, um, and it was pretty long. Like, yeah. I, I don't think like you would think that would be the right way to watch them, but no, I it's think it's too long. Yeah, you need you need yeah. a little bit of break. I don't really I, uh, do
2: movie marathons or TV show marathons. I I mean. We did the little Star Trek mini Well, marathon. we do mini-marathons uh, a lot of the time. Like, I mean, we did, uh, yeah, Star Trek uh, 2, 3, and 4, which make a good trilogy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been talking for a while about watching all the Matrixes together and yeah, watching the, the Kill Bill run, movies yeah, together. I to see that,
0: yeah.
1: Kill Bill's out on Blu-ray.
2: But now, uh,
0: so I tend there. to, like, I, I will, because I, I download all my TV and I don't actually have a television, I, uh... I tend to I'll like download an entire season of a show and then watch it over like a month.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I so, do that all the time. So I,
0: I tend to watch... I watch shows in much higher density than than we would see it on TV. Yes. But I don't watch them back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back. To back
2: to back. Again, and this is a, co- a conversation Paul and I were having earlier today, yeah. that, I mean, that's something that really, really didn't happen in the 90s uh, when we were all, you know, growing up and watching primetime TV for the first time.
0: I was a boy!
2: But, um... <laughs> It's a really good way to watch TV. It's way better than watching it on TV. Oh, it also, yeah. It's also you can watch an hour of TV in forty two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, it really enhances the pixels of the shows that you saw it's that you it, thought you enjoyed. You had to you work that actually, in there again. You can easy. actually understand Babylon Five, which is amazing.
1: Uh, I'm not sure anyone can understand
2: Babylon Five. Good one time okay, awesome. so now there's a lot of people talking about the fact about our audio setup. Yes, we do need a, a actual hardware compressor um, and a mixing board. Yes, that would improve our sound quality. No, we don't um, have any money. I mean, like we we try so hard for you guys to come up with better solutions for podcasting that are not a bunch of mics and a mixing board and a compressor. But um, yeah, we've we've actually. Um, use three or four different types of microphones yeah, and like we
0: just like like legitimately try. and you've uh, i mean you guys have heard some of them and sometimes you haven't actually heard it because uh we just we, we try it out and we're like built in sounds better so let's yeah. just keep working so i actually i was looking at something today that might actually work um a uh was it called, a boundary microphone, hmm. um, which are, there's are for um, doing, like, conferences. <clears throat> um, because that's the problem is, like, any microphones that we're interested in, they're, like, great for podcasting. What they mean is, like, a guy great sitting people, in front yeah. of his computer. Uh, what they don't mean is, like, what we're doing. So, anyway, we, we're continually experimenting with it. Um, and at some point, you know, hopefully we're, I mean, we don't we don't obviously have the kind of money to drop on a serious system. And even if we could drop for a serious system, our particular setup is quite a bit different than basically any other podcast. Well,
2: it, not so much. But we've just got more people. A lot. Yeah, of that, time. that's what I mean.
0: Is that you know most podcasts don't have like eight people all talking at once. Yes.
2: Yeah. What Paul is uh, saying
1: is that if you're committed enough to uh, and you know worried if, enough about the sound quality in our podcast. You're more than welcome to buy us a soundboard and eight microphones yeah, it, and ship them to us. If Just you, to get in
0: touch. If you're an audio professional and uh, feel that you could help us with this.
2: Yeah. Um, honestly, we'll I go for free. Especially
0: with discounts or, or something of the kind.
2: I've thought enough about this that I actually have a shopping list of, you know, like the components that would go into making our podcast sound really good. But uh, it's it's more than we have to spend right now. So
0: And also, I mean, the podcast has always been sort of a periphery thing. An extra thing. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: anyway. Uh, What Mario power-up would you like to have permanently and why? Uh, In real life or in Mario? I would assume in real life. Hmm. I'm thinking the Leaf from Mario 3. I'm thinking the Tanuki suit from Mario 3. See, the Tanuki suit would be good, but imagine if it was over your clothing all the time. (laughs) It would be very difficult to go to work. It's true. You're, You're walking around looking like a giant raccoon. But... You could turn into a statue anytime the, you want. The leaf you turn into a giant raccoon too. Well, yeah. you've got the tail and the ears, which are just gonna is gonna make you really popular at anime conventions, and it's gonna be a little bit bizarre if you mm-hmm. try and go to work. But it's not like it's not gonna it's be a horrible thing. I guess. Thing.
1: I guess the downside of the uh,
2: the suit is that you may may encounter um, involuntary yiffing. So, <laughs> I mean, yiffing is gonna be a problem yeah. regardless <laughs> of which of those two you choose. But it's gonna be more of a problem if you're in a full suit or a, a, a
1: frog suit for that matter. The frog
2: suit would yeah, also be yeah. equally bad. Um yeah, yeah I
1: think there Maybe you, the invincibility star.
0: Invincibility star would be yeah, well yeah,
2: invincibility star. Though you'd give be seizures it. to half the people you walked by. Not, maybe. Not only, but that's not one that's a that's a feature not a disadvantage. If,
0: if we're talking Mario 3, if you're get the Invinci- invincibility star, you can also do awesome flips.
1: That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Do awesome backflips without fear of injuring yourself. Front,
0: front flips. Really yeah, you do front flip. flips. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I think the feather, like feather versus cape. I think I think the feather. You know, the cape. I think the problem with the cape is that you'd be, you do it and you like jump off a building and yeah. then you'd forget. It's like, oh wait, do I do it? Fuck what. Forward, you got to kind of rocket forward, the back, up, oh,
1: crap, the I midpole mean, saves you that problem. Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: the P wing
2: you can just jump anyway. But the um, but I mean, it's the cape always has the problem. Well, then there's the winged cap from Mario sixty four, which that's you know true. you can take on, to put on, and take off at your leisure. That's yeah. true.
0: I mean, that's 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 sort of a low impact thing. Yeah. You know it's just like, hey, I think I want to fly today. Yeah. Yoink! And then I just do a triple jump <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fly off. You're all set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically all the flying related ones i think yeah. seems to be the
2: theme yeah pretty much it's like Fire a good dream Fireflower. Fire yeah like the idea of uh, being a able flower to shoot like a normal sized flower um that you that that you just, just pick your nose out. with and
0: yeah being <laughs> able <to shoot> fireballs <laughs> you can shoot fireballs, <laughs> you can shoot fireballs. <laughs> or like hammer brothers
2: yeah. yeah yes but yeah because but that's just like the jumping sock yeah, the jumping sock would be pretty cool. What would you do? With that? You'd be <laughs> <just> <laughs> getting a giant sock and jump on things. Yeah, I think Mega Sixty Four did a video about that. Um, have you guys ever played a, the fan made prequel to Portal or prequel Portal Prelude? No.
0: Um, I maybe I, I play. I was playing a whole bunch of various Portal mods mods at one point. I don't know if I did that one, but uh, I got kind of sick of those. But I'm in favor of Portal in general.
2: Um, I figure you guys will be reading this at least one month after the DVD release. How are DVD sales? They are progressing.
0: Uh, yeah, they've actually, they've been reasonably good. Yeah. Um.
1: If you haven't already bought a DVD, you should buy one.
2: Yes, they're
0: not good enough that, uh, we are... We're not all, all rich. We're not all rich, but they, uh, we are selling them, and we are selling out of them. Um, I mean, like, we're not totally out but we are working down the amount we got which so. is good
2: because it means that we'll be able to a reprint those ones and probably go on to printing season three as well again. indeed i have um, some ideas about that basically, um again. and uh and the shirts is the next question i think oh, and are... the
0: shirts are also going going uh, reasonably well we are actually basically almost oh, out of the logo uh, shirt. the logo shirt yeah. so if you want a logo shirt, you should definitely buy it. Um,
2: well, I mean, it's not like they're going to be out of stock that long. Again, that's, not, that's something that yeah, I assume they, we're going to do lead, another run on very soon. soon. But,
0: uh, yeah. So, you know, they're, they're going... It's they're definitely, like... The stuff with Pure Ownage has been going way, way, way better than it ever has before. Yeah. yeah. Um, as in, it's actually been going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're not uh, not quitting our day jobs about it.
2: Yeah. Um, are you curious... Or- I'm curious to hear. Have you been sending off to countries you didn't know you had fans in, or at least more popular? Are you more popular in places outside Uh, of Canada than you thought? Sweden, yeah. For
0: some reason, not only are we really popular in Sweden, but people in Sweden are really are buy a lot of merchandise. Mm. Like per like per capita, they're buying way more merchandise than anybody else. Huh. So my my suspicion is that it's cold there, so they need more. They need more T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, So. See, we can make those jokes because everyone thinks Canada is cool, too. (laughs) Uh,
2: P.S. I did order my own shirt and DVD. Uh, You see, you anticipated, but our answer would be... Yes. Um, So, uh, this is another one from Element Shah. What time is it? Uh, We should probably make this the last one. If you could make your own game console, what would it do and how would it be used? As in controlled, not a doorstop. Mm. Uh, It would... uh...
1: I mean, I,
0: I'm It pretty... would play
2: games, and it would be used
1: by turning it on and playing games on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, I think, in terms of, like, the actual control setup and stuff, I, th- I like the, the current generation of consoles, I think, are pretty
2: good in by, by that, do you mean you like the the control setup of, like, the 360 and the PS3, or, like, the Wii?
0: Uh, 360 and PS3. I mean, yeah. I think the Wii is good for what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. I prefer traditional controls. Yeah, I, I, I prefer traditional. I mean, actually, wait. Uh, mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, I cannot friggin' play first-person shooters on consoles, hmm. um, and considering they're they're actually just using USB now. Yeah, uh, there's no particular reason why they they, they should just you, have. You
1: can plug them as
0: an keyboard. Oh, I think that's three hundred and sixty really yeah. just just and does it actually work in most games? I don't know. I I believe you can just hook it up though. Hmm. Is it if it actually worked, then that would be uh, excellent because then, you know, it's it's so much most in keyboard is so much better than controller
2: see it would be interesting to do something like the uh that's sort of like the wii but like a p imagine a ps3 controller where you can unclip like you know there's, there's the two sort of handle sections and there's the center section if you could unclip the two handle sections from the center section and use them independently if you wanted to mm. and then clip them back on that's that, cool. that could be cool. kind of neat mm. um, it's i mean the like the main problem with the mouse
0: and keyboard thing right is that it only works at a desk yeah Whereas the the idea with the
2: controller is that it's not doesn't have to be tied to anything. So I mean, I mean that's that's the more options you give people, obviously, the better. Um, yeah, the the better suited it's going to be to any given situation. I appreciate the fact that people find controllers intimidating and like the Wii because it has very few buttons on the controller and it's mostly motion controlled. Um, I don't like the games that that has resulted in. It's so, I mean the the ironic
0: thing about the Wii though is that having uh, having emotion motion control is not actually any easier. Yeah. Right? And yeah. now a lot of cases it's actually harder because it's, it's not obvious what you're supposed to be doing.
2: Depending on the type of game that you're doing, I guess. Yeah.
0: But, but it, like even like, you know, WarioWare and stuff yeah. like pushing a, like push a to do this. Okay. Rather than like show a picture of a person doing a weird action. You're like, what, how is that supposed to work?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, there are some some implementations. Like, Boom Blocks was fantastic. Boom mm. Blocks, I, I, you I can really pretty, pretty much always tell in that game what you're supposed to do. Um, and I'm really hoping, actually, now that Electronic Arts has said that half of their development in the coming year is going to be for the Wii. Um... That they are stepping it up and putting out some good stuff, including Dead Space for the Wii. Yes, that's an interesting, I saw that. interesting uh, development there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, something that I'd be like, I something that I'd be interested in is uh, when like I, I'm really I really like the whole you know Xbox Live Arcade, or mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation Store that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, obviously that's a great idea. You know, keeping getting the indie developers in there and stuff. Um, when I first heard about like uh, achievement points in Xbox, I thought. Like, when I first saw that, I thought achievement points and Xbox points
2: were the same thing. Uh, mm. I think that there was a lot of gray area there, because I think it's possible that that was their original idea. Yeah,
0: and to me, like, if you, like, because right now you've got achievement points, which are, they're completely meaningless. They're yeah. useless. All they are are just... Oh, they're not meaningless, my, Paul. My penis is bigger than your penis. Yeah, yeah. They're, a, uh, they're, they're just a way, of, they're just, yeah, they're just, they're just sort of a way of keeping score through a game. If you could actually use those to do something actually like you actually buy other games when uh i mean that'd be great because then not only would people be buying more games you know people would be getting games but then it would also encourage you to be playing your the games you already have more because then you could actually you actually get a concrete benefit yeah. from the points mm-hmm. so i mean maybe maybe not even playing games but or maybe not even xbox live games i mean maybe maybe you could just use them for uh even like downloading tv shows or, or something yeah just some sort of actual benefit from the points
2: um, um, I would be super. I think that would be really awesome. Speaking I mean, of Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, how about like an App Store instead of Xbox Live Arcade? You know what I mean? Like using the Apple model, where it's mm. super cheap and super easy <coughs> to get something out there and charge like a dollar for it or whatever. Mm. Um, as opposed to having the whole Microsoft vetting and approval process and releasing games at a trickle at one or two a week. Yeah, allow developers to independently, without a publisher. ...put stuff out as they see fit. Um, I guess,
0: I mean, then it just, it's just a matter of it's sort of...
2: Uh, it saturates, obviously, very quickly. But well,
0: and you sort of have the, you know, you've got, like, the completely open system. You know, yeah. you got, like, the sort of regular computer system where basically anybody can throw anything they want. Yeah. You've got Apple's thing where it's, there's, like, a little bit of They are oversight, it a little bit, yeah. Uh, but you end up with 50 million apps that make your iPhone fart. Yeah.
1: Uh, 35, and, I believe, is the count, actually. Okay. <laughs>
0: 35 to make your iPhone fart uh, at a variety of price points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and or, and then and then you have the, the Xbox thing where, I mean, part of the idea with their system is that, um, it's I like mean, ob- obvi- obviously is. the quality is not guaranteed. because quality for regular stuff isn't guaranteed. But yeah. it's guaranteed that it will work. It's guaranteed that it will be visible on your computer, on yeah. your screen. It won't be like too small for you to see and that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so there's sort of a whole process. So you can... And, and the idea is that they want it to be easy for people, so you can sort of see that, almost like it's almost like there needs to be like the Xbox, then like or like Xbox Live Arcade, and then like Xbox Live Experimental or something, or Xbox well, it, Live, there Xbox is Live Indie. There's sort of that. Whereas, at this
2: point, like they've got which the, is more um,
0: sort of a free for all. Yeah,
2: indie. they've got the the um, X Creators Club thing going right now, and that's oh, okay. basically what that is. But uh, I and, don't know. You know I, yeah. When I first heard about the iPhone's uh, App Store, I was so excited. I was like, "Wow!" Because I mean, that's a great place for indie developers to cut their teeth and get something out. And you yeah, know. and I mean, we've heard lots of
0: stuff with you know guys making like two thousand, five thousand dollars a day yeah. Yeah. on a- on just like a ninety nine cent app on the App Store. But obviously, that doesn't happen to everybody. Though.
1: Yes, we need we certainly not those people who don't make
2: an app for an iPhone. Anyway We should uh, make an app For the iPhone we should. How
0: about you should Make an
2: app for an iPhone We should Matt, find a way Matt's looking at Paul Because Paul's the only one Who, you know, <laughs> who can Stand Stand by <laughs> chance Of being able to I have never of... programmed For iPhone I have never programmed In the language Come on I... Paul Objective C It's not that hard You can do it <gasps> I haven't programmed In
0: C in so long <laughs> um, <laughs> And I stopped For a reason <laughs> Uh, there's a Loading Ready Run iPhone app. What more do you want from me? Exactly.
1: Well, it's a web well, app.
0: It's a web app. Thing, web
1: app. But that's it's... not making us any money.
2: $5,000 a day, Paul.
0: <laughs> not.
2: Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're at like an hour, so that's probably where we're going to call it this time. All right.
0: Uh, uh, oh, um, we still got the, uh, the runner's contest thing. Oh, I wasn't around for that. Oh, really? Uh, Fill me in. Oh uh we had people we because we did the whole runners thing we had yeah. people want uh take pictures of themselves wearing in, runner's wearing style. runners outfits yeah and the the best one uh the one that we like the best the one that wins the contest uh will be the first in the runners uh the runners sort of fan club nice thing you will be uh after the crew of course but you will be member number one which is a uh, pretty pretty sweet
2: yes uh obviously gonna... because we it's are inter- collectively member zero.
0: Yeah, it's it's obviously because nobody's like there's only the three of us here today. We're not going to be um, mm-hmm. making any judgments judgments today. It's possible we won't actually make, be making judgments next week either because of KCON, mm-hmm. um, and so because it's probably will be kind of busy. Um, so you may have an, a week extension on that. Right.
1: Um, All I'll say is that you'd better be working awful hard if you plan to one up uh, what is it, CT Malloy's pirate runner. <laughs> That's uh, that's going to be a high bar to beat.
0: Yeah, we uh, you know we we've got some pretty pretty dedicated people in the fans, So so find something black, find something blue, put it together, uh, make a gang sign, make up a gang sign, uh, and uh, take a picture of it. Yep. And it doesn't have to be, like, if you just got, like, your camera phone or something, that's fine. It doesn't have to be, like, a super artistic photo. We, we won't penalize you for photo image quality. Yeah, it's the more about the costume quality that we're interested in. Yes. Uh,
2: so, yeah, despite the fact that I have figured out how to make GarageBand record two and a half hour podcasts, I think this is good enough for this week. Oh, so you mean we can keep talking? We well, can keep talking as long as we want, even though it Sweet. normally cut us off in about 30 seconds. But I, I assume that sound cue that's rapidly
1: approaching is, like, the beat for the end of the podcast
2: hey well it's the actually the last time that i edited the podcast and it ended up being like an hour and 45 minutes or something crazy ah. uh that's that's where we cut it so that i could monkey oh. with GarageBand and figure out how to make it record a longer podcast oh i see
1: so so if we finish when that gray bar crosses the line then we'll be exactly half as long
2: as uh or, no well, it's, no we'll be no, at we'll the same be, as we'll the first at, half we'll, the first this line. is right now that what we're going to experience right Oh, no. uh, here it early. comes is the end of the limit of what we used to be able to do ah yeah. and uh
0: we are over the limit oh my
2: god Push and here there the be labor. dragons <laughs> here
1: oh burst. god we can't stop here this is bad country <laughs> yeah
0: all right uh so that is
2: the podcast that's the podcast you're a podcast Yeah, we did that. Or maybe we're not going to end it on that because it's still going.